We're joined now on Sports Talk by the head of women's rugby here in New Zealand, Kate Sexton. Kate, welcome to the program. I trust you well. Hi, thanks, Darcy. Yeah, really good. Thank you. Well, news today out. The Black Firms have a November match scheduled. has been confirmed. We'll talk more about that later on. But first up, a bit of sadness around rugby circles that the proposed eight test matches that the Ferns were going to be involved in as part of the lead-up to uh, next year's World Cup, uh, they were cancelled. I suppose, could you just talk us through how that occurred, how that came about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty disappointing. Look, um, there's no denying that... uh, we uh, were set to play eight tests, seven of those at home. Um, there was two two test windows, one in the July window when we were playing uh, Canada, US and Australia, um, home and away with Australia in our Laurie O'Reilly series. Now that obviously uh, was taken off the table um, uh, just after lockdown as, as there's just we just weren't even clear that we were going to be able to travel internationally there was no you know there was just no hope that that was going to happen um, and so we really set our hearts on November when England and France were due to come out uh, play two tests against them each um, again uh, we had to make a call um, around that uh, that you know, well, the reality is uh, they are really only just starting to train in small groups now. So, for them to um, come, come out um, and play us with with no rugby under their belts, um, it was just not going to happen. So, it was the right decision to uh, to cancel those tests this year. Um, I'm presuming that was based on discussions with those unions. They weren't ready or able oh, or willing. Massively. Oh, look, there's been a lot of discussions, um, you know, uh, late nights, early mornings with our international um, partners. And, yeah, look, it's certainly not a decision any of us have taken lightly, but some of it is, uh, you know, taken out of our hands. It was just just physically weren't going to be able to make it happen. so, uh, so for for yeah, that was that was a massive blow for us in England and France. Um, we have been continually working with Australia uh, and the Wallaroos, um, who like us are, are looking for test matches. We're probably in a really privileged situation that um, you know in New Zealand, particularly that we are playing rugby um, uh, and we're now playing a domestic competition, but. Um, working alongside the the Wallaroos, you know they have um, um, made the decision not to assemble a team this year. Uh, they uh, just finished their club season, and their players are all interstate. So for them to actually, they have to isolate <laughs> to get together, um, and then come out to play us or us go and play them. It was just you know, a step too far for, uh, you know, their players that were, um, you know, uh, are not fully professional. So you've you've got to take into account when you're making decisions that you've got to give players and management a lot longer um, lead in to, to, um, I suppose, confirming um, assembly dates um, when they're not fully professional. It's a, a lot harder and we've, we've got to take those sort of things into account. So at the end of the day, we, <laughs> we've ended up not being, you know, we haven't got anyone to play. So um, it was the Australians, was the Wallaroos that said, look, we can't do this. Mm-hmm. We do, we're just simply not prepared and ready. It wasn't a decision you made. This comes from across the ditch. Yeah, we, we've we've done a lot. They were, you know, it wasn't an easy decision at all for them. It was really, really tough for them. But um, you know, they 
they have, as I said, their players are not full time professionals as ours, and um, it was in the in the you know the the time away they have to isolate here and when they get home, um, and the cost of that and the loss of earnings um, and their other jobs. You know, there's a whole lot of things that you had to take into account and. Having to make those, we have to make those decisions earlier um, than we would with, you know, full time athletes because, you know, it's not their full time job. So you've got to weigh all of that up, and it was just, you know, just couldn't make it happen this year. So they're, they're um, looking at, a, you know, how they're going to prepare and um, look forward to next year. Kate Sexton joins us, uh, NZR's head of women's rugby. So that's the lack of internationals. In the place, you've confirmed um, three mm. internal matches, a possibles v. probables match on the 7th of November, yep. and then you've got the New Zealand Barbarians on the 14th and on Saturday the 21st. I suppose first up, what a makeup all those teams are going to be. What, what, what's in a name? What are we looking at here, Kate? Well, what we're looking at is uh, for, you know, this part of the the campaign towards the World Cup is really about identifying and testing uh, players under pressure with different combinations. Um, So that's what the selectors are looking for in this window in November. So post the FPC, um, you know, the possibles, probables is a trial match. um, And then then selecting a Black Ferns um, and a Barbarians team will be selected off off the back of that. So, um, you know, the focus has slightly changed with not the same test environment that we were hoping to have, but it's still a really critical phase um, as we build to the World Cup next year around players um, putting their hand up, um, putting pressure on each other and hopefully um, getting selected into, into that programme. Was there a thought to maybe pulling together a, um, a Pacific team, possibly a Pacific Barbarian side, or, or maybe even do you have enough players playing in the FPC to maybe have a, a Samoan representative time, for example? I don't know what the numbers are like there, but what other considerations did you uh, take into account before you announced the, the makeup of these games? Um, well, absolutely. Now, we have to keep in mind, too, that Samoa and Tonga are still having to play a repercharge match to qualify to then go in, well, to qualify to go into the repercharge to qualify for World Cup. Um, so that match is more than likely going to have to go ahead with New Zealand-based Samoan and Tongan uh, players. So, um, you know, that's really important that we have another Oceania team at the World Cup if we can. Fiji, Australia and us have already qualified. Um, so, yeah, yes, we've, had, we've thought of lots of different options. Don't, you know, there's been a lot of options on the table, but for what, what the Black Ferns need to get out of the campaign as we build towards the World Cup, this is the best um, outcome for us and what they can achieve around identifying and selection of players as we go forward. In a roundabout kind of way, it's almost advantage to the Ferns, isn't it, with um, this kind of intense play. I know we're a year out from the World Cup yet, but they're probably in a better position now with these internal fixtures than, than most of the opposition at this time of year. Oh, very grateful to be playing rugby, playing a great um, national competition in the Farah Palmer Cup. You know, there's... Um, yeah, we're 
you know, very privileged situation at the moment, so we've got to make the most of that. Our challenge will be, as every other nation at the moment, is is getting those quality international matches in um, prior to the World Cup. And, you know, so now the November series is confirmed that what we, the selectors are trying to get from that and then it's, you know, my work is really now about how do we secure matches um, in, the new, in the new year um, as we build to the World Cup. And that's, as you can imagine, a little challenging at the moment. Um, we, you know, it's going to take some time to to work out what that is once we um, know the situation in the different countries and the isolation periods and um, how how that all works together. But you know, all the nations uh, are talking, um, are working really hard. Um, you know, together in regions, um, obviously, we would like to be able to play the likes of France and England at some stage next year. So there's lots of conversations going on. Um, it's just very, very hard to confirm anything just in the situation we're in at the moment. Yep, that's our new normal. Kate Sexton, Head of uh, <laughs> Women's Rugby for the NZR. Thanks very much for joining us here on Sports Talk. Thanks, Darcy.